You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom, Come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team. We'll talk about your least favorite team and everybody in between. And we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network. Green Mountain Dental Group is in Lakewood, and they're the best damn family-owned dentist in the metro area. Plus, they're extreme Colorado sports fans, just like all of us here at DNBR. When you schedule a cleaning x-ray or exam, you'll get a free Sonicare toothbrush, and all you have to do is tweet at us when you go there. Be sure to tag us to show the community how you are a big supporter of not only us, but our partners as well. Green Mountain Dental Group is only 15 minutes from downtown Denver, so they're super convenient and they are one of our long-standing partners so jump on the deal and get that free sonicare toothbrush with a cleaning x-ray and exam welcome in to the dnvr avalanche podcast presented by davidson's beer wine and spirits their two locations are your one-stop shop for any type of alcohol you may need on today's show we will be having an interview with draft prospect Brendan Brisson, who is rated to go in the late first, maybe early second round, a player that we had mocked to the Colorado Avalanche in our first mock draft of the season. So we have a long interview with him just for full clarity here. This is a pre-recorded interview, so for the live audience, they will not be able to ask questions directly, but I won't waste any more time. Let's go ahead and jump into the interview. Well, Brendan, uh, I'm AJ Hayfley with uh, DNVR Avalanche. Nice uh, to meet you. <laughs> good to meet you, man. Uh, this is Nathan yeah. Rudolph. He's my uh, podcast partner and uh, right. kind of cohort on the uh, on the beat in general. We cover the Avalanche on a daily basis. So uh, with them with them likely drafting late first round, we wanted to sit down and have a chat with you because For sure. projections kind of have you in that late first round, early second round range. So yeah. You're one of um, a handful of guys that we hope to be talking to throughout this process. For so, sure. Appreciate you taking the time to sit down with us. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Rudo, are we uh, are we recording and all that? We are good to go. Cool, man. Yeah. Do you want to start? You got any initial questions? I guess my first question would be how you holding up during uh, quarantine time and what you've been up to with all this downtime without hockey. Uh, I mean. California, I mean, they're sl- slowly trying to open everything up, but my, my gym has kind of been open, like, since the first day of quarantine, it's a little private gym, and my trainer's been able to, like, get a couple guys in there, like, and, I mean, we, we're, we're with masks on, you know, with, with a bunch of spray bottles, so just keeping, like, keeping extra precaution, and then uh, now the, the rinks are starting to open, so been been going to the rinks a little bit, skating, getting my feet wet, and, uh, the beach opened like two weeks ago, so I've been surfing a lot and, uh, yeah, I mean, playing a little bit of video games, but also training a lot. Cool. So game of game of choice is uh, Call of Duty. It's not Fortnite like a bunch of the NHLers. Uh, no, nah, yeah, it's for sure Call of Duty. Um, I mean, it, it kind of rotates between like what 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 the guys kind of want to play, but uh, 
most of the time right now it's 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 on Warzone. <laughs> That's cool. Understandable. Yeah. Evans yeah. into that, I think, but uh, AJ and I not really our game. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, trying to get me into an FPS this day. I'm I'm too old, man. The reflexes are gone. <laughs> yeah, I feel that pain. Yeah. Um, all right, well, we can jump into the hockey stuff as well. as We've started watching you and many other prospects. I'm curious to know how you would describe your own game. Uh, for me, I feel like I'm a, I'm a player who kind of driven just by like the way I think the game, my, my hockey sense, and my ability to make plays, but... I, I also can I can score, you know. I've I've always been a playmaker, but as of recently, last three years, I've uh, kind of just improved my scoring touch, and I, I worked a lot on that this year with the steal. So uh, my shot off the pass, my one timer is really good, and, and my shot I, I would say is pretty elite right now. But I mean, I'm, I'm keep work I keep working on it, and uh, I like to skate with the puck and and always have the puck playing offense. But you know, being reliable in the defensive game as well is important. So. Just, just becoming more of a 200-foot player is, is what I want to work on as well. I had, uh, I, I had uh, a conversation over the weekend with, uh, with an NHL scout who said that one of their concerns about your game was that when it gets a little more physical, uh, you, you tend to disappear from games. How would you respond to that kind of criticism? Uh, I don't know. I, I personally have never heard that really before. I feel like when, when the game gets more physical, I'm always – I'm always engaged, you know, every shift. I feel like I, I engage someone, you know, whether it's a chirp or, or finishing my hit or like a little cross check. But uh, I feel like just like for my size, I was I was probably one of the more physical players on my team and I've always kind of been like that. So that's not my game just to go run around, but I, I have it like as a, just like an attribute that I've always been kind of, kind of like a little nasty on the ice, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, position versatility is one of the things that the clubs have started to look for quite a bit. Uh, do you mm-hmm. see yourself moving forward more center or wing? Um, I see myself playing center more. I mean, you know, if you have a chance to play wing with Nathan McKinnon, like you're, you're going to play Nathan McKinnon, you're on the wing with Nathan McKinnon. But, um, yeah, for me, I, I feel comfortable at playing center and I've, I've played wing my whole life, but, but the last three years I kind of moved into a center centerman role and, uh, I, I really liked my game from from then, so uh, I, I keep looking forward to you know keeping improving my center game. You know, going through draft years is a, a unique process for you guys. <laughs> you know, how much did it help being on a steel team that had so many other draft eligibles, especially highly rated ones? Um, I mean, it, it really helped a lot. But like in the beginning, when we all kind of met, like as a team, like we all knew that we were going to be really good on paper, but. Uh, it was kind of just about like how we were going to have the right mentality in every single, every day, every practice, you know, getting better and stuff. So I feel like it wasn't really about like our skills, kind of just about the mentality we had and, and getting better. So with all the resources we had around us, us 23 guys really took advantage of all of that. And uh, just when you have skill and, and have good players around you, it's when everyone's bought in, it's just going to make the game a hundred percent easier. You talked about, working on your shot and I can tell you from AJ and I's viewings it's elite um I but I was curious are there any other areas of your game that you do think you need to work on and improve significantly yeah for sure I mean my I feel like the area for me I want to really improve in is my uh, just like my first couple strides my explosion you know 
being able to separate from defenders and, and the players I'm playing against just going to make the game easier for me and, and my line mates. So uh, I feel like if I add that to my game and, and keep working on it, it's it's going to really benefit me next level at Michigan and and beyond where, where after that takes me. In in looking to add that to your game, uh, how much time do you spend with a, a power skating coach, if any? Um, I, I don't spend like every day with one. Like I, I, I do a couple drills here and there, but in the weight room and by myself, I kind of just work on it. You know, I've, I've, I grew up working with uh, Dave Crookshank. He's married to Bonnie Blair. So they, they're, they have a really good background in figure skating and, and, uh, their and their power coach, power skating coaches right now. So just like growing up being around them, I, I have a bunch of drills that I work on different workouts, but last, last two years, last year and a half this has really been just focusing on my leg strength and, and uh, my power in my legs. Are you seeing the, are you seeing returns from that investment? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, just my skating where I was when I was at Shattuck to compared to where I'm at now, it, it's been, it's been really cool to see the, uh, the gains that I've been making. You know, coming from a program like Shattuck, you know, you've been, you've, you've had a lot of resources uh, your whole life in terms yeah. of access to, to things. You know, how, how much do you think that that has really helped you prepare for a pro career? Uh, I mean, a lot because, you know, at a young age, like when you're surrounded by it, it won't, you wouldn't necessarily like think that, oh, this is Sidney Crosby. This is Nathan McKinnon. You know, it's just like they're just people that are there in your life. And and uh, when you kind of like grow up a little bit, you look back on all those experiences and you, you're like, oh, my God, like these guys were actually like a part of my childhood. And. And you learn things from them, like when you don't even know it, like Jonathan Taves or Tavares, for example, like when he was staying at my house for a little bit, like watching him just like take his protein shakes, like it, it became like a, a, a thing where it was like John Tavares protein shake. And like for that next two years, like every day I would have a protein shake, John Tavares protein shake. So just like it rubs off seeing what they do. And Nathan always shooting pucks, you know, with the avalanche, he was always in my backyard ripping pucks and quite frankly, it was kind of scary, but he was always telling my brother to come shoot with him. And uh, yeah, I was holding my stick a little tight there. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he can be, he can be intimidating when he's in one of those moods, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He's a, he's a really competitive dude. Practice. Nathan McKinnon is the angriest Nathan McKinnon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you have committed to the university of Michigan. Any particular yeah. reason there? Um, I mean, yeah, kind of just when I was uh, when I was younger playing for the Junior Kings, we got a chance to visit the Yost Arena and like watch a game, and that was kind of just like my first uh, first experience really with you know with hockey outside of Los Angeles. And uh, obviously, like yeah, you go to Kings games, see like other teams like play the Kings, but just being able to be in that ex- environment at the Yost. I remember Wrenski was there; he scored a goal, and like, kind of the whole Yost Arena just just went crazy, like. I love the atmosphere there and, you know, with the school, like the history that they have, like not only with the hockey, but like the school, the big house and everything they have to offer. It was kind of a, a no-brainer for me when I got offered and just like going into it, like with the hockey team, they have a hundred players that have gone through that played in the NHL that play, went through Michigan. And uh, I mean, they, they have really good coaching staff. So I like the way they play and we have a really good class going into with, with a lot of good seniors that are coming back and, uh, I'm excited for next year with Michigan for sure. <clears throat> you know, over the weekend, uh, Michigan president Mark Schlissel put out a quote that said that if there's no on-campus instruction, there won't be 
collegiate athletics either. Is that a is that a concern for you at this point, or is there, are you still totally just in wait and see mode? Um, I mean, yeah, obviously, like I feel like versus Reza right now, like no one really knows what's going to happen, and I mean, you hear a lot of different things, different different ways that like people think what's going to happen and go down, but at the end of the day, like no one really knows for sure what's going to happen yet. So just I feel like just being really like optimistic and and open to hear like different different ideas is is kind of just like what I've been doing and. And then just kind of forging my own like ideas, responses to that. And uh, I mean, I'm confident. I feel like I feel like we'll have a season, but I mean, I don't know when. You know, uh, I feel like a, a lot of this coronavirus and everything's kind of dying down a little bit. Not like dying down, but people are starting to open up more. And uh, I mean, I know just at least for for in California, it's kind of doing that slowly. But uh, it's it's not about like rushing everything, and you know, because people people's lives are at risk but uh i mean i feel like everyone wants a season everyone wants the hockey season to start back up so hopefully it's soon the wait is finally over and DraftKings has brought legal sports betting to colorado understandably it may have flown under your radar but sports are coming back we've seen multiple things including ufc the return of golf with the match and many other things like the bundesliga and korean baseball have all returned and DraftKings now allows you to bet on all of them here in colorado with the DraftKings sportsbook america's top rated sportsbook app yes it is that DraftKings, and this isn't some offshore operation like those other gambling sites. DraftKings is a legitimate sportsbook based right here in the U.S. In a time of limited sports, this is your chance to scratch your competitive itch and reign supreme over your friends and family by trying out one of DraftKings' free-to-play contests. The contests are easy to play. Again, you can just download that DraftKings sportsbook app and go to pools and choose from a wide variety of contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes for completely free. When you download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up, you can get a $1,000 sign-up bonus. That's right, $1,000 just for signing up with code DNVR. Must be 21 or older, Colorado-only bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25x playthrough. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. If, if Michigan, you know, and, and college athletics don't have sports for whatever reason, do you have a backup plan for the fall? Uh, I mean, I haven't really thought about that, but, you know, I, I'd probably go back and play with Chicago if, if Michigan was, if there was no sports. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what everyone would do, I think, go back to the USHL if there's a season there and, you know, being around those guys again, I mean, you're only going to get better. So. Yeah, just curious. I, yeah. It was an interesting quote over the weekend, so I was I was yeah. curious. Um, <clears throat> you know how how have the the meetings with NHL teams been going so far? Is, a, is it a little awkward? You know, doing it just talk, like talking to these clubs on the phone and stuff. Um, no, I mean, I, I just feel like you know it's a, it's a uh, chance for you to talk really about hockey. I mean, I've been on calls, you know, with Steve Eisman, Rob Blake, like a bunch of Dave Taylor, like a bunch of big names that like you can only just pick their brain about, about hockey. And at the end of the day, it's literally just talking hockey in your game. So I feel like just, you know, being able to answer every question really is, is important and, and being honest in those interviews because like 
those those teams are taking a chance on you and like it's not only your responsibility to like make it to the league make it to the team but it's also the team's responsibility and they don't want to take a chance on someone you know who's just lying in interviews and so I feel like the interviews are important and so far I feel like they've been going pretty well for me does it make it a lot easier for you to to talk to guys like a Rob Blake or a Steve Eiserman, given that you grew up with these guys around you all the time um yeah I'd, I'd say so I mean just just like not being not really being intimidated I feel like I mean obviously like just when you see like here just hearing those names you know it kind of gives you chills like hall of fame players and and guys that you look up to you know your whole life and uh but I feel like just when you're able to talk to them it's not about like being like the scared guy it's it's about like asking questions and kind of just like getting getting everything out of it that you can talking to them and picking their brain so uh, I feel like I've been doing that, and I just I just feel confident in my, in, in my answers, and uh, it's been it's been a fun experience and a really good experience for me, and uh, I'm looking forward to see what happens, you know, in the future with with more interviews and maybe when the draft is. <laughs> you know, have you uh, have you interviewed with the Avalanche? Uh, I I haven't yet, but I, I'm pretty sure I will soon. Given your connections to many star players around the league, as you've mentioned, we had a mock draft where the Avs took you at 27. Have you considered which NHL team you'd like to go to, and, and what do you know about Colorado outside of McKinnon? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, just uh, for me, like, just I feel any any team for me is, is going to be a dream come true. It's always going to be, you know, the same feeling, like the team that drafts me, a team that believes in me, and... Uh, Whatever team drafts me, you know, I'm going to be, it's going to be the same, whether it's Dallas or Montreal or, or Avalanche, you know, or the Kings, but, uh, and wherever, like if I go, end up going like third round, second round, like first round, top 20, top 15, it's, it's going to be the same thing as well. You know, just, just getting better every day you wake up the next morning and everyone's kind of in the same, same spot still, no matter if they went number one before or number 20 the night before. So uh i mean avalanche you know uh just being around like nate and stuff he only has good things to say about the program and you know with all the history and being in colorado it's it's a beautiful state and i like your shirt the three-headed monster i think it is you know with yep. rant ranting in landeskog yeah, that, that to me is the best line in hockey so uh samuel gerard i love him the way he plays and uh, you know camel Kel how can you not love him he's coming up and he's he's going to do a lot of good things for for the program, for the franchise. And they're probably one of my favorite teams to watch. And I know one of, one of my favorite teams to play NHL 20 with. So they're, they're really good and deep and, you know, it'd be an honor to play for, for the Avalanche one go. day too. The truth comes out. They're the good NHL yeah. 20 squad. That's what it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Burakoski, you know, you got, you got a lot of guys. Uh, rattle off the whole team here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of yeah, good guys. Some, some guys coming too. Kid like Newhook tore up college hockey. Last oh year. yeah, Newhook. Oh my, one of my good friends, Drew Hellison. He's he's drafted there. So. Your buddies with Drew. Yeah, Drew. That's awesome. Drew and and uh, Bowen. Bowen's there too. Yeah, I think he'll uh, he'll probably be there sooner than later. Yeah, yep. he's, he's really good. Yo, how much how much would that help the the transition into a into a pro organization? You know, just the fact that you already have a couple of a uh, couple of pals already in the in the system. Um, 
I mean, I feel like it'd be a big advantage, you know, having people around you that are kind of going through the, the same thing that you are and, and guys that you trust and guys that you want to be around. And, uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's not easy to make it to the NHL and, uh, just surrounding yourself like with good people that are going to support you or out the whole way and push you to make it, make it one of your, make it possible, make your goal possible is really important. So whether it's like having a friend in the, in the system or just like being confident with yourself, I feel like it's kind of the same thing at the end of the day. And, uh, you know, cause your outside friends are going to push you to, even if they're not drafted, the avalanche are drafted to any other team. So, uh, I feel like it's, it's just important to surround yourself, you know, by good people outside of, of the program. You know, speaking of the draft and the, the limbo that you're kind of stuck in with not having an organization, is it, is it a little frustrating that, there, there's no date yet, and your 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 hockey future is kind of totally up in the air here. Um, I mean, obviously, it's just like a little weird right now. I, I wouldn't say it's frustrating because uh, it's it's a good time for like you know like us young players, like us prospects, kind of just put our development in our in our own hands. And at the end of the day, like just from this whole coronavirus stuff, like people are going to be passed and and their development just because you know some guys probably playing Warzone all day or some guy's going to be at the gym or working out outside, you know, with everything he has. And, and uh, I feel like it's all about getting better. And, and even in these tough times, you know, you could still, still always add new things to your game, you know, stick handling outside. Like everyone, I bet you everyone my age, everyone who plays hockey has got a stick handling ball and a, and, a, and a stick. So if that's what it is, you know, just every day kind of trying to adding new things to your game and, uh, like, cause eventually there's going to be a draft. Eventually there's going to be a mock or a, a, a lottery draft and, and things are eventually going to plan out, pan out. So when you're ready for that, you know, in the downtime right now, kind of just taking advantage of it. Uh, do you feel a little disappointed that you may not get that, that draft moment of you coming out of the stands and onto the stage to, to shake hands with your GM and hold up the Jersey and the, the works? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, like always growing up, you always watch the draft and, uh, it, it's something special to watch. And even like, if you're not getting drafted, seeing guys get drafted, you kind of have that feeling like what it would be like. And uh, especially like this year, just the draft being in Montreal with all the fans and background that they have there and the history and my whole dad's side being from, from Montreal as well. It's I'd, somewhere I'd, I'd I go every summer for two weeks, say with my grandparents. And uh, I was really looking forward to like share that uh, opportunity with them. But um uh, it's it's still going to be like the same feeling when it's online and, and being able to share that uh, experience with my family, like just being here at the house. And uh, I'm really excited to see like the game grow. And, you know, maybe, maybe this is really good for them to try and do something that they've never done, like in revenues or something. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to where, whenever it's going to be and like wherever, maybe like if they push it back later, there's a chance it could be a live draft, but, wherever wherever it's gonna be uh i'm 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 excited for it but uh you know right now it's it's grind time <laughs> something to worry about later huh just just like yeah. everything else yeah when there... it comes it comes but yeah, i feel like for me it's just about like taking advantage of this opportunity to get to get bigger get stronger and get faster is that is that one of the things that you think college hockey can give you the the best chance to do is get into a, a weight program over the next couple of years at Michigan that allow you to physically develop a little more? Yeah, 100%. Uh, you know, just being able to work out every day and, 
and uh, kind of having it like how we were in Chicago. I know it's a lot different than uh, than junior hockey, like traveling a lot, and and um, but it's I'm gonna be able to develop at like a really high rate there, like on the ice and just like being around like my teammates and and in the weight room. They seem like we have a really good program. I mean, our strength coach has been re- reaching out to all of us and already individualizing a lot of our programs. So I'm excited to see like the growth in that area as well. MSU Denver Online puts a dynamic education at your fingertips without forcing you to decide between earning a degree and living your life. MSU Denver is the Colorado institution providing rigorous and affordable online programs taught by professors who bring the real world into the classroom. MSU Denver graduates use their relevant degree to land coveted jobs, and some of our very own staff here at DNVR are taking MSU Denver online classes this summer, so now is the time to try it for yourself. Is that something that you can, did you ever really consider playing major junior versus going to college or was college hockey always the plan? Um, I, I never did really, you know, college hockey was always the plan. I, I, I fell in love with it when I was younger and, uh, you know, just going through the process of, of committing, you know, you got some teams that are talking to you. It, it, it was really cool. And uh, being able to be exposed to different universities and, and schools, being able to visit them and, uh, just finally like picking the decision and I know I made the right decision and uh, I'm excited for next year and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for the teams, you know, that offered me, got, got, got me go on campus and see, see their facilities and see the way they, they go about their everyday lives, you know, playing hockey and uh, Michigan. I, I'm ready for Michigan. <laughs> what, uh, what were some of the other schools that you visited? Uh, Boston university, uh, University of Denver and, and Colorado College was really the first team that kind of offered me like a year before like anyone else and, and was really uh, big on me and uh, just the way they handled everything, you know, it was really professional and it, it was hard for me to commit to Michigan over, over Colorado just because, you know, how much time and effort they put into me and they were really the first team that kind of believed in me. So. so you spent a little time out here, huh? Checking out the colleges? Yeah, yeah. I mean – my one of my best friends and, and guys I skate with, uh, Cole Gutman, he goes to Denver, so he's on their team there, and he he really likes it. Yeah, the Pios, uh, it's a pretty good program they've got going on there. Mm-hmm. A lot of history, mm-hmm. um, especially recently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned Chicago and the strong team you played with. I believe they have four players ranked in the top 100, with you kind of leading that class. I was curious, do you think there's anyone that people are sleeping on on your steel team? Um, I mean, yeah, like you could go down the whole the whole list really. Like everyone everyone had such a big role on our team and it wasn't just six guys, it wasn't just five guys, you know, it was it was everyone and uh, you know, Matthew D St. Fowl, I know he's he's a, a older guy, but he's up for the drafts too. Like he's he's a guy that like he was our leader this year one of our leaders and he brought it every day in the weight room every day on the ice. And, and like, I feel like that's just something that people just like didn't see. And, and every time we were on the ice, like either it was practice or playing Dubuque or playing Madison, like it, it was the same intensity for him. And he really pushed everyone in the locker room and, and you know, just being around him, you, you're going to get better. And his, his play kind of spoke for himself, you know, leading the league in points and, he kind of got screwed over not making the world junior a team or, you know, bio still game maybe, but he, at the end of the day, he always kind of just pushed himself and, and didn't really worry about like all, any of the outside, outside noise. And 
I know he's going to make it one day. He's going to have a really good career at Wisconsin. And uh, I know he's going to have a bright future, you know, whether it's hockey or not. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was one of the best teammates I've ever had. So probably Matthew D. St. Fowl. Friends, friends today and foes tomorrow huh, in the Big Ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we always talk about that. <laughs> I think our first game, we'll schedule, I think, like one of our first five games against each other. So we play each other a lot. We'll, we'll be seeing each other next year. Were there uh, were there any other USHL players, opponents that uh, really stuck out stood stood out to you as as guys who you thought when you were playing against them, like, wow, this guy's really good. Uh, I mean, I thought Reese Gaber was really good. You know, he's third year guy in the league, and uh, just he's not the biggest guy, but he's always he's always skating, he always moving around, buzzing, and uh, just with his speed and skill, kind of killed. But uh, I feel like our team did a really good job at shutting him down and. Even though he scored, I think he scored uh, He scored a goal against us, maybe two, maybe three. I don't know what he did against us, but I know we, we compact him compared to other teams. And, uh, that was really He was really uh, a good opponent to play against, I feel like. Um, yeah, as you move into college, we've seen Kale McCarr as an example, a player to spend that extra year in college. Is that your plan uh, as far as going forward? Are you looking for a one-and-done type situation or just take as much time as you need? Um, I mean, I don't I don't feel like I'm, I'm the type of person to to, to rush anything or, or to, uh, you know, let something hang for too long. But, uh, I mean, I feel like it's going to be up, the decision. That, that decision is going to be up to me, my family, and, and, you know, the team that drafts me. Like, if I'm ready to go play right away, ready to go play in the AHL for a little bit. And uh, yeah, for me, I'm, just, I'm I'm open to uh, open to new ideas, and um, it's not just going to be me making decisions. So yeah, I, I feel like that's that's kind of what I'm going to do. I'm not going to go in and say I'm only going for a year. I'm going for two years, three years. It's it's going to be when the right time is. Do you do you have an idea of what some of the markers might be to indicate when that right time is? Um, yeah, I mean. Obviously, like having a good freshman year is really important for me, and uh, I feel like like just going off of what I was saying earlier, just adding more power to my legs, more strength in my legs, becoming just stronger all around is going to help my game. And and if I'm if I'm ready to make that jump, you know, maybe if it's after two years, one year, and uh, maybe go back for a third year, I, I'm always open to. Uh, any opportunity that, that I'm able to be given by an NHL team. I'm always curious how players going to college feel about the AHL, because it seems like a lot of college guys, especially the higher end ones, guys that get drafted a little higher, go to college and then they make the jump straight to the NHL and just skip the AHL entirely. Is that, is that something that you have in mind or is that too far down the road to even think about? Um, I wouldn't say it's too far the road to even think about, but you know, uh, it's it's going to be, like I said earlier, like it's going to be at the end of the day, like what the team wants. I mean, maybe they want me to go get my feet wet in the AHL, play a little games, you know, get my feet wet with pro hockey and, and maybe make the jump later on. But uh, I don't have any problem going through the AHL. I mean, I think like there's a stat, like 95% of the guys in the NHL have gone through the AHL at one point. So uh, just being open is, is what I'm going to do. If you do get to a third year, 
there's always the considerations about college players potentially testing free agency. Is that something yeah. that you would consider, or are uh, no, you loyal no. to your drafted team? Yeah, I'm I'm loyal to my drafted team. I'm I'm not trying to I'm not trying to be unloyal there. You know, just go back to another year because I don't want to sign. But yeah, it's that's not me. Not even not even on the table. Just totally dismiss that out of hand. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks. Sorry thank you. The, yeah. Much appreciated. Around, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure it's busy time for you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Appreciate right, the cool. time, sir. Yeah. Thank you. You too. See, see you, Dan. See you, AJ. See you, Rudo. <laughs> see you, bud. Have a good one. Yeah. You too. Good luck. Bye. And that's going to do it for the interview. I hope that y'all enjoyed it, and we do plan on having more interviews like this with draft prospects as we do get an official date on the draft and get closer to that type of thing. So hopefully more on the way there as well. But we are going to get out of here for the day. It is time, however, to acknowledge Breckenridge Brewery as the official beer of DNVR. They have any number of different amazing beers that I love, whether it be the Mile High City, the Colorado Core, the Strawberry Sky, you name it. And you can get all of these picked up as well as a meal from their farmhouse down in Littleton and save $5 when you use code DNVR. All you have to do is call 303-803-1380 to schedule a pickup from noon to 8 p.m. any day, or you can always pick up your Breck Brew from your nearest grocery store or get it delivered with an app like Drizzly.